This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. White House takes a punt on Israel annexation. Trump gives $1.4 billion in coronavirus checks to the dead. And CDC says virus may have infected 10 times more Americans than reported. It's Friday, June 26. I'm Anthony Davis. Donald Trump's top national security aides have been unable to reach a decision on whether to support an Israeli plan to annex significant parts of land the Palestinians claim for a future state, an impasse that could affect the timing of any action by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The White House said yesterday that consultations with Israeli officials will continue as they try to formulate a proposal that would support Trump's plan for an Israeli-Palestinian peace deal. The Trump administration's decision on annexation could alter America's position in the Middle East and affect Trump's election year support with evangelical Christians, an important part of his political base. Virtually the entire international community opposes annexation, but many of Trump's domestic supporters enthusiastically back it. Trump could side entirely with Netanyahu, who has cited July 1st as a hoped-for date for a decision, or endorse a less comprehensive takeover or oppose it outright, which is the most unlikely scenario. That date wasn't set in stone, and the uncertainty of the Trump administration's position could make that date less likely. But Netanyahu is expected to act before the fall, given uncertainty over Trump's prospects for a second term and presumptive Democratic nominee Joe Biden's opposition to annexation. The partisan divide over annexation was highlighted yesterday with the release of a letter to the Israeli government signed by 189 House Democrats expressing concern about the annexation plan. At stake for the Trump administration is its credibility with Arab partners, cultivated by Trump and with European nations that he has antagonised on numerous fronts, from climate change to trade to the Iran nuclear deal. The Trump administration handed out over a billion dollars in coronavirus stimulus checks to dead people. That overly generous outlay of federal assistance to the deceased, totaling $1.4 billion to a million dead people, according to a new report by the Government Accountability Office, shows just how rushed the government's attempts to stave off economic collapse from the coronavirus pandemic have been. Federal authorities have been criticised for handing juicy loans intended for small businesses to large national restaurant chains. This time, the rush to deliver cheques bearing Trump's signature to millions of Americans struggling with unemployment and economic devastation 
ended up including a truly stunning amount of stimulus for those who really, probably, don't need it as much as the living do. The GAO, a federal watchdog, blamed the error in its report on a failure to share Social Security Act death records with the Treasury Department and the Internal Revenue Service, which sent out individual stimulus checks of up to $1,200 this spring in an attempt to ward off a full-scale economic collapse as states across the country issued shutdown orders. But the report on Thursday indicated the problem was truly vast and much bigger than anyone had acknowledged before. The IRS has announced that anyone receiving a cheque addressed to a deceased family member should return the money. The size of the mistake illustrates just how huge the coronavirus bailout was in the first place. A billion dollars may sound like a lot to accidentally give to the dead, but with a programme this large, it's a drop in the ocean. The IRS and Treasury made 160 million payments worth $269 billion to taxpayers as of May 31st, the watchdog said. So the $1.4 billion is only about half of 1% of the total. Government experts believe more than 20 million Americans could have contracted the coronavirus, 10 times more than the official count, indicating many people without symptoms have or have had the disease, senior administration officials said. The estimate from the CDC is based on serology testing used to determine the presence of antibodies that show whether an individual has had the disease. The estimate was based on the number of known cases, between 2.3 million and 2.4 million, multiplied by the average rate of antibodies seen from the serology tests, about an average of 10 to 1. If true, the estimate would suggest the percentage of US deaths from the disease is lower than thought. More than 120,000 Americans have died from the disease since the pandemic erupted late last year. Officials in states across the US have reacted with alarm to the Trump administration's plan to end federal support for some COVID-19 testing sites, warning it could cause further spread of a disease that is already surging back and calling the move irresponsible. The White House confirmed on Wednesday it will no longer fund 13 testing sites, including seven in Texas, despite states reporting record highs in the number of coronavirus cases. Critics say Trump might be seeking to reduce testing in order to improve infection numbers in time for his re-election. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. 
Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.